acceptable way to, you know, to do this thing, to do the wrong thing. Like, okay, I can agree. We're still going to say there, there's it's still a, wrong. And I'm still going to say there's a more respectable way to do the wrong thing. Because you're you still said disrespecting her? Is, <laughs> yeah, like, the thing her? about it is like, you're still dishonest. and like. But the thing about it is, you were saying um, the girl's trip. Well, if she don't get caught, she can do it every day. The girl's trip don't make a difference. If she can, if she can play the game and just nigga every day and never get caught, it's respectable. What up? What up? What up? What up? It's three brothers. No sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Fur. Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. So I want to start off by saying how awesome Sandman is. So if you guys haven't seen Sandman, for the folks out there that like like Lucifer or uh, Supernatural, those shows back in the day, Sandman will be right up your alley. It's It's Supernatural. It's uh, a really good take on if, if anybody knows who Morpheus is, the Sandman. Um, he's you know the king of dreams or whatever. A nightmare escapes. He has to come into the real world to get the nightmare, and all hell ensues. So, really, really good show. If you're into that, it's it's fantasy horror that type of thing. So it's a dope show. If you like that, go check that out. And also, I've had a couple people hit me up about buying houses and getting mortgages and everything and so i wanted to impart a little bit of knowledge on everybody and the listeners today so if you're out and you're thinking about getting a house and you want to get a mortgage right now rates are really 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 high and what i will tell you is don't sleep on adjustable rate mortgages arms or variable rate mortgages um a three or a five-year arm actually is a really good play right now because mortgages mortgages are really really high interest rates they can be up in the sixes right now and variable rate mortgages probably are in your fives you'll get maybe one percent less on there um yes housing prices yes buff you're right housing prices are uh, super high as well so really i would tell you it's probably not the time to buy but if you are going to get a house you really can't time the market you need a house right now uh go look at a, a variable rate and don't be scared of them uh because you can always refinance in the next five years hopefully prices will be back down that might be a little problem with you trying to refinance if, if it doesn't appraise but what I will tell you is over probably the next three to five years, rates are going to be going down. And so it'll probably adjust down for you uh, instead of adjusting up uh, when it's time for it to adjust. So check out some variable rates, some arms, talk to your mortgage broker, uh, whoever's doing your mortgage, your bank. And um, look at that as an option because it, it can save you a good bit of money by having your interest rate a lot lower. So how does that work with uh, things like VA loans or are there any special programs they can enroll in that would help them get lower rates? Uh, yeah. So most VA loans, they, they do have an adjustable rate VA loan. Some places do. It just depends on the bank and, and who's doing it. FHAs are fixed. You're not going to get an adjustable rate mortgage on that. Um, but it just depends. But like I said, it's just one of those options where take a look at that and see, is that rate going to be better for you? Even if you're, say, eligible for a VA loan or an FHA loan, the adjustable rate mortgage may end up being cheaper, even though the FHA loan gives you a higher um, percentage or lower percentage that you have to put down. 
So uh, just look at the option uh, and talk to your broker and they can kind of run all the numbers and tell you what to make more sense. But I'm just telling the listeners, don't be scared of a variable rate right now uh, because rates are so high that that variable rate actually makes more sense for you. Man, it's been crazy with uh, loans over the last two years. The pandemic giveth and take it away. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember at one point in time, everybody was trying to refi. And um, I thought I was going to be moving a little sooner. I should have took advantage of it. I know, Buff, you you refied. Right, Rising, did you? No, I'm, I'm at like 2.8. Ain't, ain't no refine over here. Yeah, my, <laughs> mine was no pretty load. low too, initially. So... All right. What else? That's that's all you got for us. Yeah, man. That's all I got. Which, oh, have y'all heard the uh, the song that um, if I get caught, I can't even say the dude's name. It's DVSN or DVSN. I don't know what it is, but it's it's like this wild, wild new song out there. And it's like uh, if I get caught cheating, that don't mean I don't love you. So it's like the new toxic <laughs> song that's out right now. So it's hilarious. So if you haven't, if you haven't heard just, that song, is it just him, him speaking the truth? I mean, it is. It's him speaking the truth, man. He was like, "I was gonna get right back." You know, that's just that's just with Manny. So yeah, yeah it's a hilarious I mean, uh, song, man. So go check that out. <laughs> cheating does not equal uh, a lack of love. Yeah, I'm gonna get a, a lot of kick, kick kickback from that. <laughs> Have you heard the new uh, the one with who is it? Tiny and oh my god, who's the other chick? Tiny, Tiny from Ti's wife. Yeah, they didn't came good. out with a new like uh, fuck nigga free type song. Mm. I have to find it for you. It's it's I listened to like all of twelve seconds of it and it's like I'm over this. That, that f and f is yeah, so, shoot it to me. You know I might like it. It's so bad, but it's like. It's good. <laughs> it's but catchy. It's, it's so yeah. It's, it's just catchy. It's terrible though. It's awful. <laughs> but you know, women like it. I think it's candy. Um, it rides. It rides. Uh, hey, why are you looking for that, man? I'll, 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 I'll uh, get in what I got because I got a lot. I thought Riley was gonna probably touch one of them. That's why I let him go first. But uh, while we've been gone. Um, Black Panther 2 came out with their trailer. Had a lot of people watery-eyed. Looks like it's going to be dope. Uh, On HBO Max, there's a new show from Issa Rae called Rap. Hold on, hold on, Some people think... What's up? Are are you uh, wearing all white at the release? Like they asked the Uh, people to? uh, I might might play along. I I didn't dress up for the first one like some people did. Um... not really my thing, but I might. I might wear some all white. What you gonna do, Rising? Yeah, that's that's the hard part for me is do I wear white or do I dress up? I don't I don't know. I don't know. I kinda wanna cosplay, but I I think I'm probably I'm gonna go with the white. Just to yeah, be you with know, the people, play bro. Stop being it. an individual. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, would, exactly. it would be dope. It would be dope for a movie theaters across the country to have a whole bunch of black people in there dressed in white, man. That that definitely I, I'm gonna play along. You know, I I, I yeah. hate when people dress yeah. alike though. That's kind of like a pet peeve. <laughs> yeah, but you know, black pe- black people love they all white parties. And so you just basically making the movie theater all an all know. white party. That's all. And by black people <laughs> love all white parties, you know, I hate all white parties. That's like my. Oh, uh, they know. <laughs> all white parties and a bunch of rose parties. Now, uh, rap HBO Max. Some people think that's based on City Girls. It's loosely based on them, but it's. Issa said it's based on 
just a collection of female rappers trying to make it in the game. First three episodes, pretty dope. Fourth episode, eh, but it's worth checking out. Uh, Will Smith apologized. I don't know if y'all saw that. Uh, it's not for us to accept. It's really only for Chris Rock to accept, but I know. Who said he? Who said he's not? So right, right. Chris Rock was like, nah, I ain't down for that. But I mean, I'm as far as like, I know people like that. So have you forgiven Will or whatever like that? Or you know, when you watch his movies, I've never, I, I never took that hard stance. I thought what he did was wrong and kind of, but um, it was a moment, and I don't want to define him from that one moment. Will Smith is, from what I've seen, is a good dude. He's done some great things, so. Uh, I don't want to hold that against him and let that define his life. And last man, arguably the GOAT, is retiring. Serena, she just lost her, uh, mm-hmm. what I guess is her last match today in straight sets. So I am, I hate that I never got a chance to see her in person uh, play. I really, I always say, you know, I want to go to a tennis match, but just never got around to pulling the trigger on it. But uh, arguably the GOAT, man, fantastic career. I love the uh, movie that came. Matter of fact, the movie that Will Smith won the Oscar for. Uh, I love that movie. So, uh, congratulations on a fantastic career, man. Well done. When you said the goat was retiring, I thought you were about to say Angela Yee was leaving the Breakfast Club. I'm like, he's a fool. Um, I want to start off. My bad, real quick for Texas. It was hot. Very hot. Just want to let you know that. But uh, no, man, I hope I did you and Z um, uh, proud with the role I was throwing into, man. Great, 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 fantastic uh, function, bro. I, I think I told you that maybe 10 times the day of, man. But everything yeah. was great. I appreciate yeah, it, man. man. I, Congrats again to both of you. Yeah, I appreciate it. I So that's where I was going to start with. I really thank you guys from the bottom of my heart, both Z and I. I mean, the two roles you played, uh, Rizzi, the de facto best man. I mean, no question. Everybody knew that was your role. But Buff, I, I said it um, earlier that day. The reason I wanted you to be that part is because you inspire me when I look towards marriage and what I wanted to be at least close to as a husband. You know, the way you honor and cherish your wife and family you know like that is that's saying a lot and also coming from similar backgrounds where we didn't necessarily have that two-person household and you made the best of your situation to not even the best of your situation you took that situation and turned into what i would say is a great situation you know to the point where you're inspiring others so i couldn't think of a better person to uh help us celebrate our renewal than you um but man i had a blast that weekend bro every every part of it uh I even talked to my therapist about it he was just like you guys did everything and more i could ask for even even when i was trying to be me and trying to figure out how i can help you guys like dog we got it relax you know even that night at the club i'm like oh man they spent okay we got a bottle Okay, here's a second. Okay, there's four bottles on the table. I don't, I don't, I don't know who credit card we use. Like, and my mind is like, okay, I'm calculating like how much I can send and all this. Like my whole thing, I, was, I just wanted to, I wanted you guys to enjoy yourselves. I wanted you to leave Houston happy. Um, 
from the moment you got there, from the moment we got together, it was nothing but love, fun, the cigar bar. Once again, a shout out to uh, the Jet Spot. I think we had a blast there. I never thought a barbershop could be that fun and entertaining. Entertaining, And that was 10 o'clock on a Saturday morning. You know, so think about on a regular day, you know, or when it when it starts going on, just everything about it and just that the ceremony, the time we spent together, definitely one of the most enjoyable weekends I've ever had in my life. And the people that were there, you guys included, were all handpicked. There were people that I could not invite. We couldn't invite. But the people that did make it and that were there were there for a reason. So with that. I thank you. But on another note, man, uh, I got a lot to talk about, man. Uh, First of all, I have failed as a father. My daughter, we were, uh, they finished dinner and they wanted snacks and Sky got, I forgot what she got, some candy. And and I asked her, what do you think TJ wants? So how do you pronounce a little hard shell candy that melts your mouth, not in your hand? (laughs) M&M's? Uh, M&M's. Say it. Say M&M's. it again. Yeah. Rizzy? M&M's. Yeah, M&M's. My daughter called it M&M's. <laughs> so like, Hard I think, and. Yeah, like, I think TJ wants a... Should I give him some M&M's? Like, I'm, I'm <laughs> say it again? M&M's. I can't even say it. <laughs> like, I, my... my my 41 plus years of training and conditioning won't even let me say it. I'm just sitting there like, I have failed you. And Z was trying to say, like, she was trying to teach her how to say it. Like, what is that? I'm like, no, it's just, that is who she is. Let her be her. You know, just, we, M&M's. M&M's? Whatever she said. So that, that, was a, that was a blow to my ego and a failure on my part. But man, I had some of the funniest moments. Okay. One of my moments, one of the the best pure moments of joy I've ever experienced. Just singular moments unexpectedly. We were in uh we were on our honeymoon and Z was I think at the bar or something and I you know how you just look up at the TV and just figure out try to figure out what's on. The volume wasn't on. And I didn't know what was going on. And what I saw was like the best 10 seconds of unexplained TV in my life. Have you ever caught the U.S. Air Guitar National Championship? Wait, what? Exactly. (laughs) But that is the single greatest moment, single greatest sports competition out there. So... I literally was watching, you know how you just, you just look like, what the hell is this? And it was just this random chick. She had on like country, Western gear, frills, and she was just doing just air guitar and stuff like that. And I saw the end of her performance. I'm like, what's going on? Then they had the replay of her performance kind of critiquing how she really was into it and telling why she was one of the best because they were like, you know, when you're watching sports and they'll freeze frame and they'll circle a certain part where like the defense collapsed or whatever. So they're circling her fingers to show how she really was on the right court. I'm sitting there below. <laughs> like, I'm like, what is this? And then it goes to commercial. It's ESPN Ocho, ESPN 8. 
the Ocho. <laughs> and guess who was hosting it? Motherfucking Dave from Double Dare. <laughs> Talk, I'm like, you can't ask for a better moment in television. I'm just sitting there like, and so Z, did, I told Z, like, watch this. I went to the restroom, like, watch this. And she's like, what the hell was that? And we were leaving, and she didn't understand why I was so enamored by this show. She thought it was a spiff, a spoof, or something. I'm like, no, baby, that's a real competition. There are people in the world right now practicing air guitar. And I'm like, how do you become a professional or slash amateur air guitarist? Are you an air guitarist by day and you moonlight like you work at Wendy's or some sh- because your passion is air guitar and you're dedicating all your time? Or are you an upstanding citizen like a dentist or a, a broker that's, a, you know, this is what you do by night and air guitar is your true passion and you moonlight as an air guitarist? I don't know. It's a whole other world I've never explored. Like, I'm into this now. Like, I didn't understand what's going on. It was so many thoughts going through my head about this single greatest moment in sports. U.S. Air Guitar Championship, bro. ESPN 8, the Ocho. Check it out. I'm a fan. <laughs> I don't know, bro. I'm like, I got to tell him about it. I, I, bro, you have to see it. No. Where, where were you? Because where, where'd y'all go for your honeymoon? We we, 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 we went to Little Islands in the West. So, some islands? Yeah, yeah some islands. Yeah. Turks and Caicos. Turks, yeah. Yeah. Turks and Caicos. I mean, it's it's not... <laughs> okay. I mean, it's, it's not Bora Bora. Yeah, it's not Bora uh, Bora either, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's just... It's Turks and Caicos. It's a small little island, you know? Way to downplay you know? it. But no, bro, you, it was... You, you, nouveau, you nouveau Negroes, I swear, man. <laughs> Where I saved all my nickels and dimes for two whole weeks. What's that Chuck E. Cheese commercial? Or was it? What's his actual name, Rozzy? Chester Entertainment. Uh, Charles. Chester. Oh, Charles. Charles. Charles, Charles Entertainment. Entertainment Cheese. Yes. You learned. I, I did not know that. Yes. Charles Entertainment Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> you learn something new every week on this show. So, uh, my my last point I'll save around my question because it was another just epiphany that I had. So. Let's go. Let's hit it. Uh, let's get on with the show. Who wants to? Who wants to start? What do we got? Oh wait, Sophie wants her joke. She she Damn. said she cannot go to sleep before then. Sophie's back. Okay, I was trying to avoid it because I thought she might be asleep. I know today's tomorrow's the first day of school, <laughs> and I was trying to like just slide past that, but I didn't know Sophie was there. So because I know you said you were putting her to sleep, but but dang, Sophie on the ones and twos. Let's get it. All right, hold on. Hey, it's the birthday girl. Oh, it's her birthday? Happy. It was last uh-huh. week. Hey, Happy hey, hey. eighth birthday. I'm turning nine. No. Are you turning <laughs> yeah, you're nine. turning nine well, next year. No, I turned nine. Sophie, we go through this every year. <laughs> Don't you think I would know how old you are by now? <laughs> no. Because you don't. I'm nine. (laughs) Do you know how to count? (laughs) I know how to count. I'm just saying. Okay. (laughs) You're 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 nine. Okay. I mean, if you want to pretend like you're nine, then we can we can do that. It's your it's your birthday month. So however old you want to be, you might as well be 27 since you're nine. No, I'm nine. Okay, sure. Why not? Man, I'm 12. Cool. <laughs> no, that means no more alcohol for you. No more. Oh, all the mouth. You got you. That's illegal now. 
<laughs> I don't drink, Sophie. Good. <laughs> okay, I Good heard you job. got a joke for us. Yes, I do. Yeah. The word British for British people is pronounced British. <laughs> Gotta finish. What does that say? Uh oh. Uh oh. Let's try it again. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Take two. Action. Your daddy can edit this. All right, let's try it again. Edit. <laughs> okay. Sophie, take two. Unmute. I'm going to mute. Go. Okay. Why is the word British for British people pronounced, the, pronounced British? Why is the word British for British people <laughs> pronounced British? Mm. Ish. Ah, they don't know. No. How do I do this? How do you, you got it? They don't. You got it? Nothing. Something they, about they sit out for tea or something like that. It's something about tea. Because they drink all the tea. Bam! Bam! I'm on fire. I got it. Yeah. 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 Wait. British. British. Have a good first day of school well, tomorrow. A fun fact about me is that when I was little, I used to watch so much Peppa Pig that I started that like I had a British accent for a while. You used to watch so much Pig. what? Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig to the point where I had oh a British God. accent for a yeah, while. Yeah, we were little, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> definitely, oh, definitely had my share. Bye, bye. Yeah. 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 Next week. Peppa. Peppa was so. Oh, that was a. I couldn't understand how they got into the cartoons of these days. The animation and stuff was just so. It was yeah. I guess that was what was appealing. Like the animation was relatable to what most kids draw. You know? Ah, I didn't think about that. Now that other pig, Olivia, and her smart ass mouth. Like <laughs> you beefing with Olivia Pig? She had a smart mom, though. She did. She did. Mm-hmm. Pepper right, one feeling Susie. Oh, Lord. We're about to go. When, Su- when Susie can whistle? Yeah. Episode when she can whistle? Pepper was a hater, dog. <laughs> she flew like up on her. Pepper was a hater. You know, everybody, they like, Daddy Pig didn't get to live his best life. They was hating on him. That man was just trying to live yeah, life it, to the fullest. Kept calling him fat. Yeah. Yeah. You're all pigs. <laughs> I mean, they all had a weight problem. Let's call it what it is. You know? Yo, who first, man? <laughs> Ferg, you should go first, man. Aradaba. Okay. Fresh off the 10 years, you know what I mean? All righty. So this is another thing that happened while I was on vacation. So we were at this little restaurant called Castaways and they had a live band and it was the the singer there was awesome. Uh, he was a reggae singer, but it was so crazy because he sounded so much like Bob Marley or whatever, but he was singing a lot of cover songs to the point you thought it was a Bob Marley song. And I'm like, is he lip singing this? And then I was like, Nope, that, that that's not Bob Marley. So at one point he started singing Careless Whisper by George Michaels, right? We all George Michaels, you remember George Michaels? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did y'all rock with mm-hmm. George Michaels? 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 here and there. So to me, I remember growing up with George Michaels, and I feel like that was a bad white boy, you know, until, you know, back then I was, you know, then we found out he was gay and all that stuff, and people, you know, people were hurt, you know, women were like, that's a bad white boy. And so it made me think about it's a random question. <laughs> Who would be on your Mount Rushmore, Rushmore of white male artists? Hint. Wow. Hashtag, that's a bad white boy. Like, think about it. Like, we've all had those white boys, you know, those white musicians over time, like, that just have all, you know, always just kind of got invited to the picnic. So, who are your Mount Rushmore of uh, white male artists? Man. AKA, that's a bad white boy. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> So we're 40, 40 something years old, Rosie. We don't got who's uh the can we do bands or is it has to be an individual? Submit it for uh approval. Okay. All right. Hold on. We're gonna have to wait a second and get these because I, I don't you don't want to just Rushmore's Four yeah. or five? Four. 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 You don't want to just yeah. throw any name out there. <laughs> you yeah, I mean, you got this. So you got you got George Michaels, you got John B, you got uh, you got Eminem. You know, just still a badass white boy. You got Casey in the Sunshine Band. So, so already off rip, I got to go with what's his name that that head headliner for Aerosmith, John Bon Jovi. No, or not as Bon Jovi. Uh, so, Steven Tyler. Steve Tyler. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I'll go Steve Tyler. I don't want to go. Or we can just say Aerosmith. Don't um, Eminem. Got to put him on there. Then you got uh, dude that was married to Paula Patton. I come think of his, his name. Oh, uh, damn, Robin Thicke. Yeah, Robin Thicke. Eh, on the Rushmore? No. Hey, that was a badass white boy he at just, one point. He's just throwing names out there for you, man. I'm just throwing names out there. I'm trying to give you white boys to consider. Yeah. All right, all right. But, but you, you got yours already? You, 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 got, go and you, you got people that had Kenny G uh, up there? I got three you of them know. at least. That, the Aerosmith one was pretty good, though, to be honest. That's that's mm-hmm. pretty damn good. Uh, I know three of them. Eminem is definitely up there for me. Uh, I know... <laughs> The present day, you know, everybody tries that my Eminem can't rap. Eminem can spit. He's up there for me. Paul Wall is up there for me. I mean, his verse on Drive ah. to Low Alone. I mean, he I think he outspit Yay on that joint. Um I do have Kenny G up there. Um that dude is dope with uh what does he play? Sax? Alto sax or something like that? Yeah, he he that dude fine, man. Um the fourth one, I let me let me think on that. Let me let y'all name some people, and I'll add my fourth. But those are my three so far. Mm. And we was just rocking with hard. Yeah. And white Michael don't count. And white Michael don't count. Just 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 messing. <laughs> <sighs> oh boy. <laughs> What was the movie about the guy? Um, ah, ah, he was. He did. We will rock you. 
and all of those like dang obviously i can't put him on rushmore because i can't even remember his name huh i mean let's i mean we we've we definitely left out justin timberlake oh um, man yeah i was yeah. thinking about him y'all gotta be careful though i don't know if black america has forgiven him yet I'm just saying young. when he what when he came now? out, that young. was that was a bad white boy. You gotta well not, for me not when he came out with NSYNC, but when he left NSYNC, I was like you know when he came out with Cry Me yeah. a River, I was like okay, all right. So so Mark Mark Wahlberg, we can't not for me. You're acting, Put on yes. On that. I mean not for him is is acting yeah like not, so but he he moved in acting but. I mean, so we only talking music. If that's your yeah, we only talking music. Okay, all right, all right, I right, no, I, I can't put him on a, a, a musical <laughs> Rushmore. So you know, I'm gonna put Justin on. Timberlake on mine until I unless I think of somebody else. I'm gonna put Timberlake on there. Uh Janet said that he asked her if he wanted her to be with him during the whole Super Bowl fiasco, and she told him no. Uh I know a lot of y'all still don't accept that. But hey, the woman said that he actually tried to like take some of that smoke too. So they they still rock into his music though. <laughs> like that song with him and Chris Brown right now, it, you know it 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 goes. So I think it's still fine. John B is good, but did he just had the one album. He only had that one album. Yeah. You can't really. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that, that I can think of. That song with uh, Pop though was classic name? though to me. I'm trying like to think. Uh, y'all ain't put Bieber out there? I'm not. Biebs? Uh, no. No. Okay. No, but it's no, your list. It's I'd, your I'd, list. I'd risk it and put Timberlake on there. I wouldn't put Justin Bieber on there. Let me try to think. Uh, I mean, well, if it's see, that's so, a problem. Like my my taste in music is so eclectic that I'd put JT on there because he had he had. Cry you a river. Hmm. Love that song. Oh, but what I, who the, who I was trying to uh, describe was uh, Freddie Mercury from Queen. You know they did Bohemian Rhapsody uh, about him. So that's another one that a lot of black folks was like super down with. But you know if you're in the rock. So so you're you're more so thinking crossover white boys because you got folks like the Beastie Boys you know that that were almost as big as Run DMC at one point if that's the case though you gotta put Beebs on there too <laughs> I mean I'm, I'm just saying based off of what you're talking now like you might not rock with them like that and that's why you know a Rushmore is always your personal Rushmore but based on that Justin Bieber is just as big of a draw he might get some of those plays at the picnic and all of that stuff for a long time in his career he was invited to the picnic Bieber was invited to the picnic? Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, like you gotta think, like Haley's of the world. Like and and so that's probably why I probably like young, rock with beads or young no people don't more. get to decide who comes to the cookout. They ain't even uh paying for any of <laughs> Yeah, they ain't even paying for well, none of the food. Haley's not young. Ha- yeah. Haley's over twenty now. Like but, uh, but, she she's 
the the age she was when she thought he was invited to the cookout, what was she like, 10 or whatever? No. Yeah, yeah. Haley's just gonna get your point. There was a lot of moms, there was a lot of moms that were rocking with him too because probably their daughters or whatever. You know, I I, I think a lot of our listeners will put him on there. So... All right, so I'll give you my four. Um, I, I like I said, I'll give you George Michael's hands down. JT is on there for me, Eminem for me, and then I I do I have Aerosmith on there because I I think Aerosmith is one that. Buff, did you get your other two in? Yeah. What, were, what were your four? It's, it's Eminem, Paul Wall, JT, and uh, Kenny G, and Eminem especially because during that time they tried to pass off a lot of white boys as being the cool white boy like they they tried to feed us kid rock they tried to feed us vanilla ice they tried to feed us fred durst well vanilla ice was before eminem but um yeah i just think i just think what he did was dope because like you in that sense when you say vanilla ice vanilla ice attempted to be that white rapper that was accepted um a few others did i think eminem pulled it off the best yeah what was it like cypress hill Mm-hmm. They, you know, they 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 did their thing. So I mean, it, it, Beastie Boys. I talk about. There was always that that white rapper niche the whole way through. Eminem made you forget he was a white rapper. Mm. It wasn't. It wasn't like, oh man, they're good for white boys. Right, it right. was like yeah, yeah, yeah. this. This dude good. Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> okay. Who's next? I let Rozzy go. Let me see. I think I got something. Uh. Hmm. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I saw a post from a dude that was talking about, you know, he he can love his lady and still cheat on her. <laughs> And, you know, he was just like, would you rather have a dude that, you know, can't basically he was talking about like successful men and it's okay for them to cheat um, because, you know, they they teaching you how to build wealth. They can fund your your vision, your dreams, do all this other stuff. And it's okay for them to cheat. But then he's like, or would you want to do that's just going to cheat on you or or do that's not going to cheat on you? But, you know, don't work, ain't got no job, ain't feeding into you, can't help you or whatever. But he's faithful to you and and you know he was trying to make that case and i kind of took that and started thinking through it and i was i was wondering is there like a respectable way to cheat like is it is is it some, one of those things that like you know you can cheat on me but don't be like putting it in my face don't bring the chick around don't be out like you know eating dinners and stuff with the chick you cheating on uh, or cheating with or you know even if the lady's cheating in the, with the dude or is it like, you know, cheating is cheating no matter what? Is it a respectable way to cheat? That that depends on your lady. Like, the scenario you just gave, it sounds like she's okay with it as long as you don't put it in her face, don't bring home any outside kids, kids or diseases. You know, don't put it like this, don't embarrass her. Then, you know, in, in that relationship with that woman, it sounds like there is a respectable way to cheat, but I think the majority of women, people, because we, well, you 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 asked the question from the 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 sense of a man cheating. 
So I think the majority of women would say, no, cheating is cheating. And they would also say that there's an in-between. There's an in-between between the stream of a guy that's faithful but ain't worth a damn and a guy that does everything a woman needs but cheats. There's there's a happy median in that. So the guy that cheats sometimes. <laughs> no, <laughs> no man. Once a year, whatever you slip out. You know, so, like you know. so, but, but, but with that, but with that <laughs> once a year. <laughs> but, but with that, like is there is there a way that you know would do you see a, a lady staying or or a guy staying if she was cheating? Like, you know, like I said, like once a year, every once in a while and like slipped up and got caught like from a one off or something like that versus like, you know, oh, I got a whole nother family, or a whole nother relationship out there. Like it, and that, that that's kind of what I mean. Is it like levels to cheating? Yeah, it's levels. That's an affair. <laughs> women may not want to, women, women may not want to hear that, but it, it is levels. That's enough. That's a whole ass affair right there. Versus, so that's what it is. It's like yeah. cheating versus an affair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cheating is like meeting an empty parking lot, get it in the back seat or a hotel or somewhere like that. An affair, like you got a couple of pieces of clothing over her house and shit like that. So <laughs> y'all take trips together sometimes. So yeah, it's levels to it, man. But again. I don't see many women being accepting of either one. Now, this is what I will say. I don't know if it's specific to your question. I do think there are certain examples of cheating that one can forgive their significant other a little more easily versus another example. Like, if your significant other is getting her back blown out in your house, in your bed, why you working a 16 hour shift and you come home and see that that's that's one thing versus like you say Rizy she slipped up you know y'all was already like not in a good space or whatever and she met somebody she made a mistake it, it happened at one time she may even come and tell you about it like you don't even have to find out about it she tell you she completely feels horrible about it I can see where some people would be more forgiving in that scenario versus the other one where you, where they just completely disrespectful, no regard, like no cut card whatsoever. Okay. So if it happens on a girl trip, because I hear they be cheating on these girl trips. Oh, Lord. Go to, that started that started a little gender war right there. That post right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girls trip. Was that Allison that posted that? Like, they be cheating. I think so. No, that was Marquise. No, Marquise yeah, posted yeah. that. He's like, they be cheating on these girl trips. Yeah, they do. They do. And, and women, women trip me out. Because, like, so when... Go ahead, Ferg. Go ahead, Ferg. No, tell your story, bro. Hold on a second. What's he? You know, they're gonna see you get it anyway. Um, women trip me out because hey, <laughs> she <saying>. saw you. <laughs> <laughs> My bad, I ain't gonna even see you. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, nah, women oh. trip me out because they, they will celebrate when a woman, like, they were celebrating Jada Pinkett. In the whole entanglement thing. That's right, girl. That's right. You know what I mean? And they say, well, you guys do it all the time, so you can't say nothing. 
first off, that's not true. Second, even if it is true, we don't, we don't, we didn't, we wasn't high fiving Jay Z when he when we found out he was cheating on Beyonce. Like we we didn't say anything. It just seems like sometimes women, especially on these social media platforms, kind of celebrate it a little more. Um, I can be wrong about that, but that's what I see. Yeah. Okay. Well, go ahead, bro. So I'm gonna start off very simple. Cheating is bad. Yeah, we got an episode on that. Yeah, we yeah, got an episode. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it's check just, out the it's, cheating is bad episode. So, <laughs> to cheat is to act dishonestly on or, or unfairly in order to gain an advantage, especially in game or examination. So, the first part of that act dishonestly. So, I can't agree. I, there's to me, there's no. It's wrong. Point blank. No questions asked. Byron hit on the fact that you know it's some things are forgivable. I get it happens you know there's certain situations you know you talk about somebody working 16 hours getting their back blown out that that full-blown affair or the girls trip and you slip up and uh some fall on you or something i don't know what happens but all of that all of that stuff is still dishonest you know the only time i think they trip and fall on the Oh, they tripping! I don't, yeah, I don't know how it happens. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know. Cheating is bad, so yeah, and black men don't cheat. And so, the only way any of that works is you can't cheat. There has to be some understanding in that relationship. It might not be normal for other people, but it's to understand that your 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 man is you know a quote unquote man and he you know he makes mistakes every once in a while and you're you're okay with that it's not that you but you understand it's kind of part of the dynamic dynamics of your relationship it can be unspoken it can be spoken but it's something that you understand you know that once a year or she going on a girl's trip i mean i'm not gonna ask because i know her girls i know how they were in college they gonna do their thing i'm just not gonna ask she comes back happy and she won't go on another girl's trip for three or four years do I like it? No, but I, I get it. Do you talk about it? Yes. No, I don't know. That's up to them. But that dishonesty to me, there's no way to condone cheating because it has to be the, the definition of cheating is it's dishonest. And I think there has to be some understanding um, in your initial situ- uh, scenarios, Rosie, people were willing to they understood their situation and they accepted their situation. It was you know what? He make a lot of money. Motherfucker's going to throw that at him. And so, you know, he don't bring that stuff home. He doesn't do this and this and he take care of his family. And I'm okay with that. Maybe it's, and I'm not saying that she's right or wrong, but she's okay with that situation. Maybe it's the way they were raised or the culture. And that's, that's all she's seen because that's kind of, you know, what we've seen or vice versa. You know, Hey, you want me to slip up one day, dog? She going to step out on you. They'll, you know, just get ready for it. It's going to happen one day. I've heard that. I've heard men say that. You know, the key is you got to forgive her. And if she come back, she's yours forever. I've heard people say that. Till the next time. (laughs) Till the next time. (laughs) Cheating in the next room. But I think there has to be some understanding, spoken or unspoken. But when you're like, your, your, your rule of thumb is like, nigga, you cheat, I'm gone. Or vice versa. There's no, unless that's all talk, but there's no, there's no line of gray. I know it sounds 
you know, I'm like, I'm all high and mighty, and I, but I just, I know I'm shallow. I know I'm, uh, my ego would not allow me to look at my wife the same way if she cheated on me. So that's how I go in with it. Like, there's no understanding. There's no deuces. Um, yeah. so I, it, it's funny to me. I, I do think there's a respectable way to cheat. Um, and, and again, like you said, first cheating is bad. Cheating is bad. Okay. But yeah, we, look at movies like uh baby boy and where Jody was like sleeping with the chick at old girl job. You know what I'm saying? But you know how I you, feel about you, that. You know, yeah, how I feel I know. about all those movies. Like, yeah, I feel yeah, like, I know, but I'm just saying, it's like, you know, you hitting a chick at your lady job, you hitting her friend. Like there's a lot of friends that, you know, slide up in the, uh, the, players club when the cousin was you know he was cheating with the cousin and things like that like that for me I think is out of bounds when you talk about cheating and so that's my whole thing is I do think there's a respectable way like even if you is gonna cheat or you are gonna cheat is gonna cheat lord even if you are going to cheat it's not a respect it's a more respectable way it's not cheating. I, 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 I think there's different. I, I think I think there's respect and there's cheating. Again, cheating is bad. It's wrong, but you can do it respectably. Like, yeah, you can respect your lady enough not to do it, not to throw it up in her face. You can respect her enough. I lie because I love you. <laughs> exactly. You know, you can do it so that, you know, you're not you not you don't embarrass her. You hear you hear that a lot from a girls, right? Like, how how are you going to embarrass me? It's not even that you cheated, it's that you cheated and embarrassed me about it. Like you're doing it with the chick at the church. So now I'm looking at this lady, you know, every Sunday and she just looking at me side I don't know why, but now come to find out, you know, you were cheating with her. That type of thing. So it, it's it's keeping that separation. Talk about these trips, right? Hey, you go off on your trips. It, you know things might happen you come back that's that that's a respectable cheating but it's or, an understanding or, that once again that goes back to the understanding of somebody I don't think it's understanding I, I, I think even if even if you never get caught it's like you you kept it away from home and so and and that's male or female in my eyes it's like you kept it away from home um and so that you don't you don't necessarily embarrass the other person like you you, you can get caught cheating and y'all can break up y'all can have a public irreconcilable differences yada 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 and i don't come out looking like i couldn't take care of home or whatever you know what i mean that that i i think it's it's the it's the optics of it all when i talk about being respectable versus it being right or wrong we 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 agree it's wrong in, in any way but i i think the optics of it is what makes it respectable yeah every so, every every wrong thing has a respectable way to to be done i mean Shoot, we we seen Gladiator. It, it's a, it was a respectable way to kill one another. Remember when he's about to die, he's like, at least give me an honorable death. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's a respectable way to rob. It's a respectable way to do all kind of bad things. That's it's still wrong, but it's a more respectable way to do certain things. Yeah. So that that that's that's my take on it. that. That's where I'm coming from on it. So ladies, tell us if we're wrong um, on we, it. Oh, do, do y'all do y'all think Except do y'all for, think that there's a respectable way? to you know to do this thing to do the wrong thing like, okay i can agree we, we're still gonna say there, there's still a, wrong and i'm still gonna say there's a more respectable way to do the wrong thing because you're you still said disrespecting girl, her is, is, yeah like the thing her. about it is like you're still dishonest and like but the thing about it is you were saying um the girl's trip well if she don't get caught she can do it every day the girl's trip don't make a difference if she can if she can play the game and just every day 
and never get caught, it's respectable. Is, is it respectable because it's a girl's trip and how? I mean, how yeah, and, and you, where, where, where is she cheating? Like, is she bringing him in a dude yeah. into the house? Because uh, when she brings it, when she brings him into the house, it's disrespected at that point. Okay, so as long as she, my house. Yeah. yeah. So as long as she messes with him at his house every day, it's respectable. Yeah. I, I, also, in my scenario, when I say one example, you there, I can see where someone is more likely to forgive them. They can't be doing it like in Razio's example every year. Like, hey, I, you know, I went on my my fellas trip. You know, met this chick, named Cinnamon. <laughs> it, it happened again. It happened. <laughs> and then boom, a year later, bang. Like, hang like no, no. Nah. I'm talking about again. the one time, like the one time you like you got like ten good years, you slip Babe, up, and I then did. the rest of the Babe, I did it good. again. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, married, I married a prostitute, and uh, I think she's. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll call you later. All right, love you. Bye. So, um, so look, my uh, my question. I was I was mad actually when you mentioned it a few weeks ago, Fur, because I had to say this one of my questions. But we didn't we didn't elaborate on, on elaborate on it too much. So I think I can ask it and it still be fresh. So Procter and Gamble, we spoke about. They made the commercial called "Widen the Screen." Mm-hmm. All right, and for those of you that haven't watched it, real quick, I just want it's three scenarios in the commercial. It's one scenario is a brother with with uh, dreads driving a money Carlo, I believe it is. He gets out the car with a, a duffel bag. Yard Magnus song, okay, he got some weight. And see, when I saw this commercial, as a matter of fact, I like glanced at it, and I and I had already formed my opinion. I was like, ah, I know where this is headed. And then I started doing something else. And it wasn't until I saw the end of the commercial that made me rewind it. It was like, oh, wait a minute. I didn't see that coming. Because you got that scenario with the brother with the dreads. You got the the, uh, the woman. She has a kid. She's holding a baby. And she's pregnant with grocery bags. And the way the camera zooms in, it zooms in on the bus stop sign. So you're assuming, okay, some welfare woman, you know, single mother with kids about to catch a bus and go back to the projects. Uh, and then the third one is these like young young black kids that go in the convenience store and the clerk is kind of like watching them and it looked like they're up to no good. So you already form your opinions. And what happens is they purchase the they purchase whatever they purchase with no problems at all. Uh, the guy with the dreads, he's going to like his family's house to celebrate a birthday party. And the woman, as we mentioned in the last show a, a few episodes ago, her husband is pulling the minivan around and, and picking her up. So, and, and the commercial is just saying that we think these things because of the narrative that has been painted on black people for years. I said all that to say this and ask you guys this. Do, should we fault our, some of our black directors for this narrative? Because we know what ho- white Hollywood has done over the years, but we have Spike Lee, Nate Parker, we even have Denzel, the Hughes brothers, John Singleton. John Singleton is responsible, and the, the late John Singleton at that. But he's responsible for Snowfall. He's responsible for Boys in the Hood, Baby Boy, uh, Poetic Justice 2, I believe. All movies that, you know, may have had a good message at the end, but in route to that message, we saw a whole bunch of the stuff that that widen the screen thing was talking about. So, should we hold our black directors a little more accountable and start making more positive movies as you like to see first 
out mine is real quick so yes and not just them that's why i don't support a lot of things that portray us in a negative image because we see it so much i call it the good times effect because yeah. at the end of the day good times scratching and surviving all the struggle love all the stuff happens and at the end of the day it works out good times like that's that's what we're so used to seeing so it's okay to do those things yeah it's entertainment i know that's where we're gonna go we don't want to always see you know the button up brother with the 4.0 gpa and the 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 single i mean the two-parent household and everything works out that cosby that cosby show world is not always entertaining but i think we have to be careful to um and i it's scary scary in this world to talk about cosby show and the positivity behind that but we have to be careful to just show that there's more to us in that. Just like you said, Byron, it, it's become so ingrained in us that we bought into the stereotype. When you saw the commercial, I was mm-hmm. kind of like you, like, where is this going? Yeah. Where is this going? Where is this going? I thought the welfare mother, the the duffel bag boy, you know, the the, the boys in the store. And I'm like, and, it, and it's... I, I, I was wondering, I, was it an ad for some upcoming show or like low budget movie? So I like yeah, diverted my attention to something else. Yeah, yeah, and so that's my thing is, I think it's on black, black, black studios, black directors, just people in general to say we want, we want more. Actually, I think it's more on the audience than the directors, because hmm. they're gonna keep making what you're gonna buy rather than you, when you tell them you want to see more. It's supply and demand. Why make a movie that nobody wants to see? So if you're saying I need to see more of this, and to balance it off, do the, the, the all the good time um, stuff need to go away? No, I mean it, it can be entertaining. I love uh, *Menace Society*. I love those movies, but the thing about it is not that many. You know the great debaters and stuff like we don't talk about those movies as much as we talk about some of these iconic hood classics. Because we got iconic hood classics. We don't oh, talk about thing. those movies in the. We don't talk about as much. I know, Rizzy, you're you and your blurred. Hey, you know, talk. I'm getting ready. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but you think about it. It's you. We're not the norm, bro. Like we're not the norm. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm not. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying we're. I'm the norm. What? what I, I, go ahead and finish. I don't, I don't want to interrupt. I'm good. Okay. I, my thing about it is, I, I do think we de- we have to fault them a little bit. I, I'm not not gonna knock that. We do have to fault them. We have to hold them accountable. But the like that Procter and Gamble commercial was all about screening reference cinematography. Like so, like you talked about how they zoomed in on the bus thing, right? Mm-hmm. You talk about how they they showed the bag from a certain angle. And so we're used to in cinematography and watching movies knowing that when you show me that angle, when you show this, whether that guy was black or white, the angle that they used and the bag that they showed, we would have assumed probably the same thing. So, you know, if that if that young lady had been white with those four kids around her pregnant and they zoomed in on that um, that bus stop, we would assume she was trailer park trash. Right. So it, it's not necessarily that it was a black white issue or anything like that. It literally was how cinematography works, how movies are made, how they're framed and how they're referenced. Um, but again, yes, we have to we have to hold our black directors to a little bit of a higher standard but I think we do and I think those black directors are telling those stories for you talk about supply and demand that will get made that they can find the funding for but 
what they do in that is they tell that story from a holistic approach. It's not just those negative stereotypes in there. They have those strong moms in there. They have furious styles and boys in the hood giving the gentrification speech. They have, you know, um, the, the black kid get, that actually doesn't do anything wrong getting pulled over and talk about how, you know, racial profiling and everything's happening. They're showing that part of our experience. And truthfully, why we talk about those as classics is because a lot of it we hit home with. We feel like, oh, they're finally telling our actual story of what we're dealing with. It's no different than NWA and them talking about F the police and how they were really giving the story of the hood, how it was really happening in the hood at the time, not this whitewashed version of everything's good. It wasn't good times. It was, hey, here's what's happening in my hood right now. But at the same time, taking away from movies, that's why you talk about NWA. But that's why people like Drake, Childish Gambino, they're saying like, nigga, I'm not, every rapper didn't grow up in the hood. I grew up in the suburbs. Every, mm-hmm. like, there's more world than like, dog, I remember growing up in the hood and got pulled over. There's niggas that never been in the hood. Right. And and, and, that, that, and I, I agree. I understand that. But yeah. what I'm saying is, it's, but, it's like, yeah, there, there's niggas, there's niggas that never sold weight and, and lived in Miami, but we talk about Scarface the same way. Like, they're good, epic stories that you like, oh my God, I like that it was super entertaining. I like the action. It was cool. I wanted to be Scarface for a little while. You know, that like you 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 just grow up kind of doing it. Like yeah. people like those types of movies, same way, you know, you liked horror movies growing up too. And you watch Candyman and everything else. They're entertainment for you. Is but it- I, I think it's one of those things that like you talked about balancing the scales. You have to balance the scales inside of the movie as well as having the great debaters outside of those movies. So, so I agree with you to a certain extent. Um, I feel like we're missing a, a large part of the, the other story. We talked about, you know, like all black people, there's not a, uh, there's, there's, there's so many different faces and levels to what we present, like being accepting as a blurred, like how many blurred stories do we have? There's some, I get it. But how many blurred, do they, are they telling Rodzi's story? Are they telling that? Because the same way we might be able to see that Procter & Gamble show, I mean, that that uh, commercial, did we need that cinem- cinematographer for a lot of the white community to come to those? Because it's happening in our world where black guy walking down the street, he looks dangerous, he's out of place. There's no damn cinematography. It's he looks out of place. And you know why why he looks out of place? Because all the things I've seen that help build my stereotypes of this what a black what a black boy does or a black man is. He's a danger. So maybe not for us, but it's still like, hey, there's more to our story. Like for somebody to I think we were at uh in Mobile, uh Ani was saying like we're some of the most non-dangerous looking people like like she's like, there's nothing dangerous about you, you guys. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is, that's to a, a a a black mother who has black sons who grew up in a black community. The three of us fit somebody's description. The three of us look dangerous to somebody. And is there another enough stories out there showing that there's people that look just like us that aren't dangerous? And will they will they ever see that? And that's my biggest thing because it's not about us. We know, we know, we know our story. We know there's blurs and all this stuff, but it's people are we're dangerous because we're black. That whole driving while black is not because you look a, you're black. The end. That is the yeah. end of the story. So, so. And that, and that, that was the beauty of the PNG 
the the wide that that was the beauty of that commercial was that we made those assumptions. They used the cinematography to make the assumptions because if you didn't use the uh, the cinematography, some people wouldn't make the assumption. Yeah, you had to, right? you had to, you had to, you had to like make you, it you, you, like like Byron said, looking out of the corner of our eye, even black people was like, oh, that dude got some weight on him. Like we wouldn't have said that if you know he was if they had to use the right angle, he was holding the bags out. We would have like, oh, maybe he's catching a flight or something like that. You know what I mean? You you would maybe he's going to the gym. Like we would have made the assumption probably in the positive but because of the angles they chose because of what they did we even jumped onto the train of assuming that they it, it was the bad side of what was happening so that's they used that to so even white people looking at that would automatically assume that and then they show the better angle right the the full context of it all it was a perfect commercial it was great um but to byron's question i think it's we have to make sure that we don't judge them being able to get the movies made and get to where they could show directing credit and and work in the system that they were working in and try to like rewrite history on it like they wouldn't have ever gotten big time directing of credits trying to make the great debaters first you know what i mean and and so you you got to you got to look at that too is is you know they were able to get their their credits up, so then they could make a great debaters or whatever. You don't have everybody who's a Spike Lee that did. She's got to have it, you know, in college and made and just all of a sudden made it big, and then boom, somebody's like, oh yeah, we'll let you make um what was it um school days right after that, like that that that's that's a unicorn story. It's it's more so your John Singletons that was able to kind of take Boys in the Hood and all those uh, shows create them and then he can actually infuse some positive images into it my bad buff we hijacked your question yeah we did you no no man um i agree with rosie as far as uh sometimes you don't have to have an entire positive movie or an entire negative movie you can have like a boys in the hood with the messages with within it i do think it's easy to get lost, Rosie, but I, I do get your point that you can have that balance within the same movie. And I just, you know, I just, that 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 whole commercial, and, and you know, Ferg, you definitely have challenged me on this just over the episodes we've done on, you know, how you just, you really hate seeing, you know, you call it struggle love, just struggling black people in TV shows and movies. And I was just thinking when I watched that commercial, like, you know, we have a nice amount of black directors now like shouldn't we be getting more or are we getting more and they're just not getting noticed like you guys mentioned great debaters that's not nearly mentioned as much as minister society or, yeah. or boys but, in the hood but but lean on me is you know what i mean so you you got yeah is it lean on me or stand by me what's the one with mr clark i always that's lean on me exactly though. <laughs> yeah well i just i just confuse them like yeah yeah so lean on me yeah but you know you you have those classic movies like that too you have your classic comedies right you've got your beverly hills cops and and you know all of those too so in that same time period they were making these movies that were comedies and in and, and and stuff like that you you got your nutty professors and all that all those eddie murphy movies that were out um around that time at the same time so you know, you had other things that were just straight comedy. You had your great say, debaters yeah, that's, that's and all just, of that. That's just funny. That's not necessarily positive. And lean on me. That can that's arguable if that's really, you know, they had 
the kids that did drugs. They had the 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 black girl that got pregnant in high school. They had crazy Mr. Clark for the most part. I mean, you know, he it was some positive stuff in that too, but you All still right, so had... two. Give me some stag two. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I got nothing for you on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, so so they, they were there, Ferg. They, I mean, you know, we 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 try to the things that we watched were you know there but you got a key in the b you got you know all of those so you know there 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 were positive movies with positive role models and even today i agree that we need more representation but we're starting to get a lot more representation mm-hmm. where you know you you look at uh we talked about blood and bone there's there's a couple black people in there that's in the lead you talk about um there's a new one on netflix now called zero and it's like a blurred uh superhero type um thing uh, so they, you know they they they're starting to get them. Um, it's just it's, it it took time, bro. I mean, you got to think we we only fifty almost sixty years removed from freaking civil rights. And and to be fair, Nate Parker is doing his thing. It's like his first two movies, what uh, Birth of a Nation and uh, what was the one on uh, the Tuskegee Airmen. So mm-hmm. he he's definitely doing his thing. Yeah, uh, but- you got what's the what's the one uh, the Butler. Was in there. I mean, that's nah. that's a pretty cool. I mean, nah. it's all right, but you you got that. You got um hidden figures coming yeah. out. So so yeah. people, you got you got you got our I, stories I get that. I get being that. told I'm not, now. To me, that, it, you know, most of the stuff, are, most of the stuff you're naming are, are comedies. Like we shouldn't only be positive when it's comical. Um, and those movies are always, and I love them. You know. It's always kind of a historical based on somebody's real life. You can't just make up a, a buff type character. You can't make up the same way they make up these other, the same way they made up characters in Boys in the Hood. You don't see these made up characters where they're just doing, they didn't, they, they, there's not a, a, a movie just based off of just a good black experience. It's, we're making a movie about Rozzy the the self self made millionaire, you know, like it's not it's just like they can't. I put it this way: I very rarely see them envision or come up with characters. Like, how, why is it so hard to just come up with a black character who's just positive? Like you, um, to the point where not not the, like the co- comedy and stuff like that, but it's to the point where they can they can come up with a storyline where we're thugs. They can come up with a storyline where we're selling dope or we're womanizers or we're a baby boy or something like that. They can come up with these. They can always envision us in these struggle love situations. It's very rare that they can they can imagine us doing something different. I don't see a lot of that um, and us holding to that. I love those. You, you made a lot of good points, Rizzy. I'm not saying that that stuff needs to be cut out, but it's always like. Why can't you know? A lot of times we were talking about black princesses and stuff like that in Disney movies. I think we had a debate. It's like it's so hard for them to imagine us in these roles. It's like, yeah, let's make a a, a Frozen where there's a white princess and she does this and does this and this and this. Like, well, give me your give me give me your pitch for a black princess. How does that go? She Hold turns on, we'll into a, when she turns into a frog most of the movie. You know, Still give me give me your that. pitch for a, a black male figure. Uh, the one they just came out with, the one where he's a ghost and um, oh, so oh, so yeah. So like, it's for me, it's it's always like, man, they can't envision or imagine us past certain roles. And the only time we really see ourselves, it, it has to be something real. Like, uh, give me, I, my 
give me an interesting story and, and not right now but I, I want you to sit down and and I, I know I know we're not writers or whatever but I want you to to give think through I'm not a an director. interesting story that has a positive role model that nothing actually negative happens to and there's no like like I, I want to like if you don't have a story arc there if it's not a love story what's your favorite black what's your favorite non-black movie put a black character there that's your answer Oh, <laughs> so the notebook. That's not my favorite. No, no. What, that, so that, I do like the notebook. Why do make that into? We're gonna go I down do, that. I do I, like my, the notebook. My, you know why? Look, why can't the they imagine good. us in those roles? You can't I mean, see. I, you can't see a, a black love story like that where they transcend time and stuff like that. Benjamin Button. Anything like that. Like they can make. They can make. They thought of a story where a dude aged backwards. <laughs> like they're that creative. <laughs> But they can't say, "Did he be black?" Like they can come up with anything, but they can't see us being in those roles. You you got a couple Will Smith movies like that. What about Hitch? Comedy. Hitch wasn't a comedy. Was, Hitch, it, Hitch was a romantic. Well, it was a rom com. It was okay. a romantic yeah, rom com. You know. But, but, but I mean, I, that, I'm not saying they're not that, there, that, Rizzi. I'm not saying they're not there. I'm just saying like it's it's. And then it's like, you know, there's like one or two actors that kind of get those roles. But it's, I get it. You know, Lovecraft Country was a good series. Like, the fact that they created this this world with this black community and stuff like, I thought that was dope. Um, This this, this came out before that. Um, Ah. Oh, uh, The Watchmen? Yeah, The Watchmen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Think about it. They were starting to get there, but it's like, it, it's so hard to imagine us in these roles and they became iconic like we can play those roles we can do those things we can do just let's do more I'm not saying you know it took us a long time to get there like you said we're 56 years removed from um, Jim Crow and civil civil rights but it's why is, has it always been so hard to imagine us in these roles why did you put it on me to imagine us in these roles it's like there's people, their job is to come up with creative stories and it's like, nah, I can't put a nigga in that role. <laughs> so it, well, it, 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 we'll get to we'll granted, better. Granted, the, the thing about it is it's, it's not it's not the writers a lot of times. It's it's the directors and the people that's uh, um picking. Because a lot of times they don't they don't really write in like, hey, this is a white character or a black character. What they do is they write the character and because it's a white writer, a lot of times they put those nuances in there that make somebody automatically assume it's white. Yeah, yeah so, you're right. So, and, so that a little bit of that is the white who's in the yeah. writers' room is is we and that's that's why we're starting to see more black roles go and 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 some of those characters go black because we're getting more black writers in the writing room. But they had to think about a black to the point where. When you say the story, I can't creatively imagine a black person's role. So a black movie is like, okay, it t- takes place in Compton. We need a black person. Who's our black lead? Like you have you ha- for a lot of these roles, if it's in upstate New York, it's like, okay, that means it's a white person. Like Well, I mean, when you think about upstate New York, there's like three percent black. So I I mean it, hey, it's one of those things you automatically assume. But <laughs> like you you look at Lupin that came out on Netflix, it's in France and they've got a black lead. Good, like good, that good was example. that was dope as I don't know what good. to it's have so, him it, in there. It's so rare. That's one of the things like mm-hmm. it, it we're, getting, getting, we're, we're getting, getting better. There. We're, we're getting, getting there. better. But it's like we can we can do it. And it shows that these things can be done and have an audience. 
So what's stopping us? It's like if I'm about to write a movie, I'm about to have I'm have um I want a black lead. Okay, let me because I doubt they I feel like they write movies and want a black lead. And if they want a black lead, they have to make it a black movie. Rather than I wrote this, I wrote this story. Lupin could have been black, Lupin could have white been white, Lupin could have been a midget. Like it, it didn't matter. But they wrote a role and they found somebody who fit the role for them. Um you know what we can this is a this this will continue this conversation in Miami. But I, I love <laughs> oh, yeah, your yeah. question. I love your question, Buff. But I, my thing is this, I always get frustrated when I think people can't imagine us past these certain images. That's what it is for me. It's not that they're not there, it's just like you can't imagine us. You can't think of it like, man, how can I create this dope world where I have this black lead and stuff like that? In all these movies we said, there were there were there was little pieces where it had to be a black role. Like even um uh Lovecraft Lovecraft Country, because it was based off like this this hierarchy. This it was it was, it was based off a of very racist society. You know, that was a whole point of the book, you know, like subserviency. And, you know, it was Lupin, like his dad was a butler, like a, you know, a butler, whatever the case may be. And he was a foreigner and all. So it was kind of like it had this. Well, under- no, they, they, yeah, they, because, again, they, they wrote it that way. Yeah, yeah, but he could have yeah. been from any foreign country. Yeah, yeah, right. So, he could have yeah, been so, a butler from, you know, Sweden or whatever. Yeah. And, and so that yeah, that's so, the thing. It's one of those things that. Yeah, they 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 his dad had to be black because he was black, right? Like yeah. th- those types of things. But that that's uh, yeah. they can change that very easily in a in a rework of a uh, you know the first script. So we're getting better. I mean, and I don't know if any of those. I think two Lupin. I don't know if it had a black director, but Lovecraft and um, Watchmen had mm-hmm. black directors and producers. Mm-hmm. So we give yeah. we give them a chance and look what they do. And won't both yeah. of those both of those directors women? I feel like. Uh, well, Lovecraft Country had different directors for every episode, okay. so it just okay. depends on the episode for okay. that one. So it just really depends. Okay. So. But I digress. Bob, I love your question. Let's keep it going. Let's go ahead and close it out, fellas. Uh, all I got, man. Once again, wanted to congratulate. You Z Ferg for a beautiful event, man. Had an awesome, awesome time. Um, even though I got COVID after that. Um, so I want to shout out everybody for the thoughts and prayers. I really didn't make a big deal out of it. I think I made one post about it because it had me up like all night, one night, couldn't sleep. Uh, but thank everybody for you know the words of encouragement, the love, the reaching out, saying you know, do you need anything, uh, anything like that? All the assistance that I got. Um, folks dropping off stuff for me uh, to eat, you know, for the kids to eat because I, I, you know, I couldn't really go and interact with them very much. So again, um, my second time having COVID, but this time was much worse. So I appreciate all the support there, man. And again, everybody, I know school's back in for most folks. Um, I really enjoy the day, first day of school pictures. I know everybody's like, oh my God, my, my timeline, it's annoying. But I really enjoy it, man. I, I love seeing the kids on the first day. I'm going to post mine. I had to go and get uh, school clothes the night before because I hadn't went and bought school clothes yet. But, you know, you do what you got to do. Um, but keep posting those things, man. School's back in. And I just pray for a good school year. If you guys see anybody who needs help or assistance uh, during the school year, man, 
go ahead and be the person that you know you need to be and help them out. That's really the biggest thing that I want to say. Uh, let's get all of our babies uh, through the college, through the to a trade school, through to whatever they need to do to advance themselves uh, and be the community instead of everybody being individuals Dang, trying to get these folks to school. Dang. So that's all I got, man. Yeah, let's see. Yeah, it's that school okay, board man. thing coming out, man. Um, I, I'm, I'm really I, into I it right now. So one of the things I mentioned was Will Smith's apology, and obviously that po- apology was to Chris Rock. Uh, I actually watched uh, Kevin Hart's Heart to Heart interview with Chris Rock on YouTube about a couple of weeks ago, and it just made me want to go back and watch because they, they mentioned a lot of his comedy specials and stuff. And by the way, the interview is like pre-slap, so they, they don't talk anything about slap that occurred. But it made me go back and watch like his first four specials, which are the specials that made him become my favorite comedian. I do acknowledge that I think Dave Chappelle is the GOAT. But Chris Rock is my favorite and his material still holds up, man. Like just watching him, like the first one is like in, I think, 97 or something like that. And he's talking about mass shootings. He's talking about how uh, women have the, the fake eyelashes and the, the wigs and stuff and that's exactly what we're talking about today a lot of times on social media uh, uh, whole shame and police brutality like it's, it's literally like he's talking about everything that's still going on right now so a lot of the material still holds up I know some of the jokes I believe he's I know others have said they cringe at now like the whole black per, black people versus niggas that routine, a lot of people don't like. I still like it. I'm in the minority on that. I still like that routine. Uh, but yeah, just just check out that interview if you haven't seen it. It's pretty cool. And see if, see if it makes you do like I did and want to see some of his uh, specials. They still hold up. Three brothers, no sense. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment, and most importantly, listen again.